Welcome on in to the Nosebleed Know-It-All Podcast. Today is Thursday, October 6th. Got a big day uh, in the NFL world. Thursday night football tonight on Amazon. Indianapolis at Denver. Denver minus three and a half. Over-unders 42 with an implied total. 22 and a half for Denver, 19 and a half for Indianapolis. Uh, we got a lot of news to get into, some injuries, uh, some questionables, some doubtfuls. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right into some NFL news. Uh, you probably already know. If you don't, Jonathan Taylor has been officially ruled out for tonight. Uh, I do believe that news came in yesterday. So we will see Naeem Hines take over against what's been really not a bad Denver defense. And we'll get into more of that in the second half of the show. Um, So, man, (laughs) Indianapolis, you know, their offensive line has just not been, it's been pretty porous. So now they're without one of the best running backs in the National Football League. Uh, That's never a good thing. Keenan Allen is questionable. He did not practice yesterday. Uh, Still waiting on the reports from today. But he's been absent since week one with that ankle injury. Uh, He still remains day-to-day, according to head coach Brandon Staley. You know, if if he does miss, I think Josh Palmer may become... In a deeper league and definitely in a DFS situation, I think Josh Palmer could definitely uh, work his way into a starting role into fantasy lineups right there. Um, Justin Herbert also has still got to be battling just more of a pain management injury than anything, I would say. He's not listed on the injury report or anything like that, so I would start him with complete confidence. Tom Brady uh, did not practice yesterday, which isn't that new, but he wasn't listed as a non-injury. He he was listed under that shoulder and that right, I believe, right thumb. It may just be a finger on the right hand. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far out ahead of myself there. But he did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, let's see. He did. He did return to practice today, though. I I see that he he was at practice today. So I don't, I wouldn't worry about that. He injured that shoulder about midway through last week, and they ran the ball maybe three times the entire game. So I wouldn't be too concerned about Tom Brady in this game. I'd I'd start him with confidence. Even I feel like we need to mention this. Even with the recent news, uh, him and Giselle have both hired divorce lawyers. We hate that for Tommy. Big shout out to Tom. Um, I think we should just go ahead and give the guy the Lombardi Trophy. I think it's over. I think as soon as you put him in a corner, it's done. He's 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 gonna Michael Jordan, the last dance that thing. He's gonna take it personal, and he's gonna say, "Oh, you're taking one ring away. I'll just have to go get another." That's just the way I see it. Rashad Bateman is questionable. He didn't practice yesterday, Wednesday. Uh, he's got a foot injury. 
I don't really know what that means for Baltimore. You know, he, I don't think he's going to miss, so I don't think that means a whole lot, really. I, I think that – I think he'll be there. Uh, if he's not, then Devin Duvernay definitely uh, – he comes into the conversation as somebody to maybe look at and think about. If you're in a deep league or – Maybe you need a you need a breakout game from somebody to win this week. That would be an option. Marquise Brown didn't practice Wednesday with a foot injury. He's questionable. Uh, Greg Dorch, man, I, if I I think Marquise does play, and even if he does, Greg Dorch is slowly working his way into the conversation of being rostered. Um, according to ESPN, only rostered in 11% of leagues. And the guy's the wide receiver 38 on the year. 13 fantasy points, 15 fantasy points, 17 fantasy points, and then one in point six last week. You need to pick this guy up. I know DeAndre Hopkins is coming, but for right now, if there is an injury to Marquise Brown or anybody on that receiving core, for Arizona, the Dorch just might torch. Uh, you know, he's done it week one, two, and three. And if I'm not mistaken, Marquise Brown was there all three of those weeks. Um, so, Greg Dorch, only rostered in 11% of leagues on ESPN.com. So, I definitely, I, I mean, you know, if you're in an eight-man league, maybe not. Because you're probably already stacked as it is at the receiver spot. So maybe don't, you know, go after it too heavily. Uh, but a 10 or 12-man league, I think you got to have Greg Dorch, man. Especially, you know, there's just, there's the wide receiver position. You can you can pick up and stream somebody each week. You know, so if you have them on your bench and you wake up Sunday morning and you see so-and-so is out, just drop him and pick somebody else. But I think Greg Dortch deserves a roster spot at this point in time. The Detroit Lions, man. Oh, my God, what a dumpster fire over there. Armand Ross St. Brown, he's obviously dealing with that ankle injury. He didn't play last week. Did not practice yesterday. He still remains uh, limited. I'm sorry, limited. Day-to-day. Uh, with that ankle injury, if he does play, though, he's he's a definite. He's a wide receiver one. He's the wide receiver seven on the year, averaging twenty four fantasy points a game. Uh, that's <clears throat> you know he's he's got not only does he have the deep ball threat, but the run after catch is just it's there for him. Uh, and on the other side of the field from him, other side of the line of scrimmage, rather, DJ Chark, he did not practice either with an ankle injury. So, if both of those guys are out, just like last week, I'm not sure that the Lions put up 45 points again. Uh, they're not playing Seattle, so, and they're not at home. Uh, I don't think, I think if, even if one of these guys miss, I don't think that you can start Jared Goff. Uh, I think you're going to have to, 
I just now have news right here that Amon Ross St. Brown is not at practice today either. So he did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. Zach Wilson did practice today. Curtis Samuel was not on the field today at practice. Julio Jones logs his second straight practice today. Chris Godwin back on the field again today, so that looks good for Tom Brady. Uh, More news on the Lions. DeAndre Swift will most likely not play, so he's not been ruled out, so you can't put him on your IR yet. But he... (laughs) You know... I don't know. I wish they would just sit. They don't want to get the guy hurt, obviously. So just rule him out. Free up a roster spot for all of us fantasy managers. And it's a win-win. They got a bye week next week. So they they already announced last week that they wanted that they that they were possibly going to sit him out for two weeks, give him three weeks of rest because of the bye week, and then bring him back. And I'm not sure they won't do that with Amon Ra as well. But T.J. Hawkinson. Uh, I have no, I don't have any new news on him for today, but he did not practice yesterday, uh, nursing that hip injury. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't practice at all this week. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if, well, I don't think DeAndre Swift obviously is going to practice at all this week, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if nearly all of their skill players don't practice this week. Uh, we're kind of getting to that point in the season where you have to almost ignore Wednesday and Thursday practice reports. And if, if the guy can log a limited or a full on Friday, then you know, then you're happy. Uh, let's move on down south a little ways to New Orleans. Alvin Kamara is listed as questionable. He put in a limited session yesterday, uh, but he does plan to play Week Five. You know, he's dealing with that rib injury, and then his quarterback Jameis. He is not. We. We don't really know what's going on there. Uh, as we all know, he had that hip flexor injury that he was kind of fighting through at the beginning of the year. And now it's, what is it, four fractures in his bra- in his back? Vertebrae or something? Uh, I mean, it's not like unheard of for a guy to play through that, but how how effective can a guy be with a broken back? playing quarterback so far this year not very effective uh five interceptions and four touchdowns so not really not really great for Jameis I don't think he'll play I think Andy Dalton is going to take over and I don't think that's good for anybody uh Michael Thomas didn't practice yesterday either I don't think Andy Dalton throwing the ball to Michael Thomas is such a great idea I don't think Andy Dalton throwing the ball to anybody really is such a great idea, but that's neither here nor there. David Montgomery is questionable with an ankle injury. Uh, He also did not practice on Wednesday. So that's definitely something to look at. If he doesn't play Khalil Herbert, uh, I think you can definitely start Khalil Herbert. I think he'll be a top 25 running back. And, it, oh, uh, let's backtrack just a touch. DeAndre Swift, obviously, if he doesn't play, Jamal Williams gets smashed into your lineup. He, he's a, he's a, what, he's a top 12 back, I think. TJ Hawkinson, wow, he just proved me wrong. He is back at practice today. So, obviously, these practice reports are flowing in right now uh, as I'm recording this. I'm going to try to keep you as up 
to date as possible with what I get uh, in this short amount of time. So Hawkinson back at practice today, and if Swift does not play, Amon Ra misses today. Okay, I know this is going crazy, but once again, it's uh, it's about one o'clock on the East Coast, so all these practice reports are starting to roll in. But if DeAndre Swift does not play, you definitely need to insert Jamal Williams into your lineup. Two touchdowns last week and a boatload of yards. 23-some-odd fantasy points. Definitely somebody to think about. Uh, if, like I said, and it looks that way, DeAndre Swift does not play. Moving into Thursday night football tonight. Like I said, once again, Indianapolis at Denver. Denver favored by three and a half points. The over-under is 42. That's according to the Caesars Sportsbook. Um, where, where do we start with this? Neither offense has been anywhere near where the preseason expectations were. You know, for Denver, you have a guy, you have a Super Bowl champion, a guy that's shown that he's obviously capable of of leading a team. And I, whether it's new coaches, new system, bad coaching, bad quarterbacking, which I think is some of it, they have looked terrible. Uh, just 16.5 points per game for Denver. That's the third lowest in the National Football League. I think maybe the only upside to that is that Indianapolis has the worst in the league with 14.3. You know, uh, Russell Wilson, as it stands right now, if this was the end of the season, his completion percentage, 61.1, and his QBR, 91.1, would both be career lows. I mean, is it's it's too early to say that the guys fell off, but you know you just worry. Can the Denver can because Denver's defense they've played all right they've played fair enough. You know there's they haven't played outstanding, but there's no reason that you know that they shouldn't be able to win a few games, other than the fact that their offense can only score sixteen and a half points a game. I mean, if you're asking your defense to let an opposing team only score twice, that's a lot. That's a lot to ask for. Uh, for Melvin Gordon, he's clearly going to be the running back one for Denver. He's had 37 attempts for 139 yards. That's 3.8 yards per carry and just one touchdown on the year. Another thing that's maybe slightly, at least moderately concerning, I would think, is a career high. His career high fumbles for an entire season is five. And he's already got three this year. Now, one upside to this game uh, Indianapolis has not been very good against receiving backs. Uh, they're giving up quite a few, I think, top three, <clears throat> excuse me, top three receptions uh, to backs in the league. So you could definitely see Melvin Gordon get loose uh, on a dump pass, on a flat, even on a screen. So I I think that he's definitely, and, and because he'll see more production and more opportunities, I 
I think that you can start him tonight. Uh, I don't know about Russell Wilson. I don't. I, I, I don't know if he'll be a top twelve quarterback this week or not. Uh, Indianapolis defense, of course, is without uh, Shaq Leonard, and they are sixteenth in fantasy points per game to quarterbacks. I don't know. I I I think. I think you can start Russell Wilson, but just, you know, I wouldn't start him over Tom Brady uh, at this point. (laughs) Uh, Even with Tom Brady being injured, I don't think that's smart. Tom Brady's getting all of his weapons back, you know. Do you you start him over Geno Smith? You know, do do you bet on that big game that Geno Smith had last week? I don't think so. I think I think you do start Russell Wilson over Geno this week, uh, just because, like I like I mentioned, Indianapolis 16th in fantasy points given up to the quarterback position, and they are going to be without Shaq Leonard tonight, which <laughs> he gets back off of an injury and immediately gets a concussion and a broken nose. Which I don't know if you saw that or not, but that man nearly bled out on the sideline with a broken nose. Uh, that was. That was worse than what happened to Tua. Okay, I shouldn't have said that. That's that's not that's not fair. That was mean. Cortland Sutton, he's seen seven plus targets each week. He's the wide receiver eleven on the year with sixteen point two fantasy points per game. I think I think you start him. I think he is. I think he's punched in. Um, I I don't know so much. So about Jerry Judy, I don't think you start him tonight uh, just because you're so touchdown dependent. Now, he did score last week. He had 15.3 fantasy points, uh, four receptions for 53 yards, and a touchdown. But I think Cortland Sutton is the guy that can give you that every week. You know, four for 72, seven for 122. 8 for 97, 5 for 52, and as I mentioned, those targets are all 7-plus each week. I think he's definitely the guy to start. Uh, Maybe in a deeper league, you can rely on Jerry Judy, but, you know, with Denver only scoring 16.5 points per game, there's not a big pie to share, you know? When you've got a team like like Detroit is perfect for fantasy football because their offense puts up an insane amount of points and their defense can't guard a bus. You know, I it's it's like the perfect. They're going to have to continue to try to put up points because their defense can't stop anybody. It's great for fantasy football. Not so great for uh, winning football games though. And we'll go ahead. We'll talk a little bit about the Denver defense. Uh, they're third. In fantasy points per game, giving up to the wide receiver, seventh to running back, and fifth to quarterback. So, I mean, top seven numbers there all the way across the board, two in the top five. A good defense. Uh, And this Indianapolis offensive line has really struggled this year. You know, you could tell early in the season that they maybe wanted wanted to try to throw the ball a little bit with a veteran quarterback and Matt Ryan. The offensive line has just—they are just paper thin. They—they uh, they can't. Everyone's just running right through them. I think if Denver—if they can rush the passer, 
tonight early and often and force Indianapolis to – what's this? More breaking news. Looks like Kyle Pitts uh, – what? Kyle Pitts was not spotted at practice today with a hamstring injury. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. I, I think you need to sit Kyle Pitts anyways. We'll talk about this for a second. The Atlanta Falcons last week won a game in which their quarterback threw the ball, well, I'm sorry, completed seven practices. Jalen Waddle back at practice today. In in what in what world do you want a tight end from a team that's completing seven passes and winning a game? This guy has scored more than four fantasy points, Kyle Pitts has one time this year. I don't think I think you gotta look somewhere else. I think if you haven't already traded him, I think you need to. I think you need I mean, you don't have much to cash in on right now, but I don't think you wait for that big game to come to cash in because I don't know that it will come soon enough for Kyle Pitts. But that's for later. Let's get back to the Thursday night football game. Like I said, the Denver defense, they need to rush the passer, get to Matt Ryan early and often. Matt Ryan is just turning the ball over at an egregious rate. Nine fumbles, five interceptions. I mean, the guy... The guy has 14 turnovers. That is that right? That can't be right. I got to check that. There's no way that's right. That can't be right. 14 turnovers through 4 weeks? Is that right? Yeah, 5 5 interceptions. Oh my god. Okay, so uh Matt Ryan start of the week lock it in. <laughs> no, obviously don't do that. The Colts, I think they get dog walked. I'm I'm punching I'm taking Denver all the way. I think they win this game handily and win the spread. I don't think there's any way well now, here we go. We're talking about a Russell Wilson led offense now, but I just don't think with a backup running back and Matt Ryan fourteen turnovers in four weeks. I don't think they can do it, get it done against this Denver defense. They'll be lucky to get their 14.3 points per game, which, once again, is the absolute worst in the league. And, it, you know, it may be – they may be the worst in the NCAA with that. I'm not sure. That's not very good. Um, Naheem Hines is going to get the start, though. I feel bad for him. He's going to get – 1,500 carries, and the offensive line after about the second quarter, if things go as they usually have, about halfway through the second quarter are just going to open the door right up and say, right this way. And he will be firmly met in the backfield. Do you start Michael Pittman Jr.? Well, you have to. If you drafted the guy, just just based on where you drafted him at, you've got to start him. He's the wide receiver, 36 with 16.1. He's bunched up. That's why 16.2 gets you 11, and 16.1 has you at wide receiver 36. But he's not looked bad. He hasn't looked great. He's also got you-know-who throwing him the ball. 
Uh, I think he's a guy. I think you can definitely. I think you can have him in your lineup and feel more confident than not. See, 13 targets week one, nine in week three, six last week, only 6.1 fantasy points. But they have to try to target him down the field, you know. I'm not saying he needs to be the nine-route guy, but they they need to try to push the ball a little bit more down the field with him. Uh, you know, he's obviously their best receiver, so maybe instead of having eight tight ends on the field and looking at them, maybe look towards your best wide receiver. Uh, sincerely, fantasy owners everywhere. I don't think the Indy... I don't think the Indianapolis squad, I don't think they have what it takes to get it done tonight in the Mile High City. These teams have met once in the Frank Reich era. Uh, that was back in 2019. And the Colts did win 15-13, to but that feels like many, many moons ago because the quarterbacks were Jacoby Brissett and Joe Flacco. Uh, yeah, that's right. You didn't... You you. You forgot about that. Joe Flacco was the quarterback for the Denver Broncos for a time. Not great. Not great. I'm not sure. I I think they ended up just not even playing all the games that year because they were so bad. But um, I'm going to skim over these practice reports one more time and make sure I'm not missing anything. Um, I don't see anything on here. So like we talked about, DeAndre Swift is not going to play. Alvin Kamara is going to try to play. Tom Brady had his receiving core back at practice today. Uh, Justin Herbert not on the injury report. Keenan Allen's questionable. Rashad Bateman questionable. Marquise Brown questionable. David Montgomery questionable. And that's something to look at because Khalil Herbert definitely becomes a spot start. Were David Montgomery not to play? Uh, and as we talked about, if DeAndre Swift doesn't play, you need to insert Jamal Williams into your lineup. Um, as far as that goes, I don't think I have anything else here. Uh, be sure to look for a, a new episode tomorrow uh, where we're going to go over basically all of the matchups, all the NFL matchups for this weekend. Uh, we'll look at some start-sit options, and uh, we may even uh, dive into... A few top 25 college football games. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to the Nosebleed Know-It-All.